0: Okay, are we ready? SBs, I like SBs. Um, we're yeah, welcome anything else? NBA free agency, maybe NBA money.
1: Mm, let's let's throw to Bryce for some Dame thoughts real quick. Um do we I'm really with to, whatever. do you even give a fuck about Dame? Yeah, I want him to get the uh, I give a fuck for him to get out of Portland.
0: I think he's one of the I think 75
1: greatest NBA players of all time. He, he's one of the most he has been tweeted that the other day. Disappointing players of all time. Wow, Bryce didn't hear that. Yeah, what'd you say?
0: I said I think you're one of the most. He was one of the most disappointing players of all time.
1: Yeah, didn't didn't live up to the high expectations. No
0: way, shape, or form should even sniff a Hall of Fame.
1: Bro, okay, yes, you're correct, but in the NBA, Mm -hmm. he's he's a lock. Paul George is going to make the Hall of Fame. Is NBA Hall of Fame too it, lenient? Paul George has way
0: more of an argument than Chris Paul does, though. Paul George, wait, Chris, Chris Paul Ball, or Dame? Then Dame,
1: then Dame. Um, way
0: more of an argument than Dame. Wow, name I me have one. The, I
1: think they have the same. Maybe one more so the argument.
0: Two the two way effectiveness of his play. You
1: the two that, way. Look at that smile right there. Yeah, look at that little. <laughs> <guy. laughs> two way, as in like he plays and then he also is injured and sits the bench. <laughs> are we talking about Dame Lillard as well? Yeah, Dame's missed one season, last season, at 30-plus years old. Recency bias is a motherfucker. Paul George was injured last season, the season before, and then he was injured for oh, two years, but he snapped his leg. Oh, gosh. Jesus
0: Christ, you're going to hold snap in someone's leg? First of all, first of all, better, good. more playoff success. Yeah, more playoff success, my ass. The playoff the the Pacers were giving LeBron James a run for their money there for a second.
1: Yeah. A run a run to what four games? Uh, bro, what have the Blazers ever done? They went to the Western Conference Finals and took and, and had the, a twenty point lead against the Warriors for three straight games. <laughs> <laughs> No, they didn't take them to five. <laughs> yeah. No, they won one. No, they, they, they won I don't one. Know if they did, I think dude. they won one. I think they got swept. I think they won one. <laughs> I, I, I no, swept. I'm going to Google this. I think they won one. What year was that? 2019. 19 playoffs. I probably should specify the sport. No, just playoffs. <laughs> just <laughs> playoffs. Let's see. Mm-mm.
0: Also, the Paul George shoes. Some of the best team shoes that – some of the most consistent team shoes we've seen. Yeah, they got swept.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But they were up, like, 15 to 20 points in every every game. game. In the second half, and then Steph was like, oh, we'll go get this It was so tough to watch. They didn't have KD either. That was the
0: playoffs. but that uh, makes them
1: better. (laughs) Anyway, was that the play – yeah, whatever. Okay. That's when they uh, lost. Those games were really, those games I mean, were really I mean, fucking funny. Yeah, because you but, could feel it in the third quarter. Exactly. But I also want to say that Damian Lillard hit the biggest shot of all time against Paul George the uh, year before. So, of all time, of all time, <laughs> in name the one first better. round. Name you- one better.
0: Bryce, you're you're like outpricing yourself. It was not the greatest of all time.
1: It's one. It's oh, this is so. Dumb. Is it not the? Not the greatest buzzer beater of all time.
0: No, it is not the greatest Kawhi. buzzer
1: of all time. I think it's – I think shot-wise is, shot Kawhi's wise Kawhi's wise is way better than any other Moment,
0: shot. Maybe – like, no, I can't even argue with you. No,
1: they were both at home. Kawhi's he like, shot a step back from 40 feet. He shot Kawhi a face in the right corner with two and, with and a half people all over him. Yeah.
0: At that's that's a mid range jumper.
1: That's like saying at Kobe home. shot a, a fadeaway to win the game. Like Kobe does that all the time. Derek Fisher, 0. 0.4 seconds, too.
0: At, at home, game seven, to go Michael to the Jordan, final the shot.
1: The shot is not a better shot in terms of quality of shot. Jump, he, pump, fake, up. Ah, ah, yeah, who was he getting guarded by? Craig Elo. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, let's just get in the pod. Uh, things are hot already. He's one injury away from the Bruce Brown.
0: False. bad tape i'm knocking on wood Scoop. i know you're listening we're not rooting against
1: you i'm just saying it would be like neil patrick harris taking the year off from how i met your mother and only winning a tony At-
0: athleticism has not been effective in basketball since the houston won in the 90s
1: and we're back ladies and gentlemen boys and girls i am andrew harvey Joined, as always, by my esteemed co-hosts and good friends, Michael Gutierrez and Bryce Mulder. We have a special surprise for you today, but first, uh, Michael, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing really well. Is the surprise
1: the Red Sox Blue Jay score, or was that not a surprise for <laughs> <to> anyone? <laughs> well, considering the Red Sox got a 7-0 season advantage, I don't know if it is a surprise anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, shit.
1: Bryce, 7-0. <laughs> to zero. Yeah, I was sixteen three last year. So we we look at the past and the future, not the present.
0: You see, so. this is the Clay Clay Thompson for NBA. Exactly,
1: teams. I'm holding all the fingers.
0: Just want to make sure. Uh, but anyway, maybe there's a real surprise, Harvey.
1: A real surprise. Uh, Michael's clearly in a great mood. The surprise is on our end. We've got only two shared Zooms today because Bryce and I are in the same location. We're we're doing a in person pod. Bryce came over to the cribo. We're in the studio right now. Mike is hot um so really excited we we just we weren't planning on potting this evening but we were together and we decided it needed to happen uh we got an exciting one talking some sports talking some nba free agency talking some SPs. Mm. we don't really care about the SBs at this pod but we really do care a lot about sports and what? The, la- the last year of sports are you gonna watch the SPs, michael i'm a big SBS guy Oh, I love that! Wow. I used to record them when I was a kid, and would like watch them back over the next couple days just to, to see it. I'm just um, excited to like recap the last year of sports because I was looking at the categories earlier, and I the one that I wasn't thinking about was the World Cup, and there's a couple ooh. categories with the World Cup and Messi in there, and I'm really excited to talk about that. Michael, ESPYS, yep. Tonys, Grammys, Oscars. Which are you watching? Um. Okay. Never the Grammys. Okay.
0: Um, I do like the Oscars. They do get long, as I know. I think as a critique, I think I sound like a broken record there. Okay. Um, but my favorite ones to like, and this is what modern watching is, I think, and I just, just apologize in advance. But like, if I were to go back and watch like the highlights on YouTube of like what happened at the events,
1: yeah. The
0: Tony's and the Espy's are for wow. sure top two. It's not wow. even
1: good. You- I love
0: Watching the Tony stuff.
1: Are you a theater guy? Do you like theater? I love
0: musicals. I grew up watching a ton of music. Like my family was big musical families. So That's I, awesome. Uh, I love like classic musicals and modern musicals.
1: I was in New York a few weeks ago and saw Wicked on Broadway. Oh, was damn. Cool. Oh, Super fun.
0: Uh, also, I think that like Neil Patrick Harris is one of the greatest gifts to mm. acting or performance ever.
1: And he's a big Tony's guy. So I mm. show my respect. Great that's crazy. I threw Tony's in as a joke, but I love that that you watch. Yeah, no. I don't think I've ever watched Tony's.
0: Joke's on you. <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah, but, okay, Aspies, I'm really excited to talk about that. I remember because um, it was always a big deal to me. Tiger Woods, that was always, like, his, like, one big, like, sporting recognition was, like, the Aspies' right. big moment for golf. So mm. I turned in to check that out.
1: And the champion's dinner, right? Those are, those are what we look forward to in golf. Nothing else.
0: <laughs> not the tournaments. No. just hitting the ball to, around. Shout out to Ricky Fowler. Broke a 1600 mm-hmm. win streak today, or win drought today.
1: So I was watching that. I watched the recording of it, and I knew he had already won. And watching him those last couple holes, I would have thought for sure he did not win that. Bryce, that, that is,
0: Bryce, there are a couple of people out there that I've heard of, present company included, that had money on Adam Hadwin and Colin Morikawa to win the golf tournament. Really? <laughs> so, I just think that it you're, was absolutely crazy. Right in, you're absolutely right in your observation that he felt like he was out of it.
1: He did. And that Morikawa putt on 18. Oh, my god! Tough. Difficult to uh, watch. Yeah. I didn't watch any today. Two comments, though. Ricky was the 54-hole leader last weekend or two weekends ago at mm. – uh memorial what was a couple weekends ago the
0: uh, u.s open
1: was he a 54 hole leader there maybe he, he was,
0: was He was in the final group at that one yeah maybe that's what
1: i was thinking leader at the travelers the travelers maybe that's what it was not. anyway yeah. um good for the guy ricky i'm glad you brought up colin because i noticed he was at the top of the leaderboard this weekend He's had a little bit of a drought, hasn't he? It's been two years since he won his last one, or a year and 11 months.
0: Yeah. Him and, him and Justin Thomas are two premier guys that are really, really struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Justin kind of backed his way in. I mean, he had a great Sunday, but he barely he got lucky at the PGA last year and won. But besides that, those two have really been struggling. I would have liked to see him win. And Adam Hadwin would have been the fifth Canadian to win
1: on tour this year. Oh, which it... That's wild. Do they they get like... A month and a half of golf up there, don't they? <laughs> Practically speaking, yes. I heard that playing in the snow actually makes you a lot better. So interesting. Well, let's let's talk NBA stuff real quick. We're we're a basketball focused pod in in some senses. Been a flurry of activity since the draft. Big big news there was Victor Wembanyama goes one to the Spurs, Brandon Miller and Scoot Henderson two and three to the Hornets and Blazers respectively. Outside of that. I wasn't really too clued in on the draft. I'm sure there was a few players in the late lottery and teens and whatnot that will help playoff teams that will be interesting that we'll talk about next year. But right now, I don't really care about that. Free agency and trade-wise, though, we got Bradley Beal going to the Suns, Chris Paul going to the Warriors, and Jordan Poole going to the Wizards. We got – what else was there big movement-wise?
0: um, A flurry – there were some small guys that went to the Lakers –
1: the Lakers mm-hmm. picked up two or three or four new guys. That'll Did be interesting. Bruce Brown go to the Pacers. Pacers. The Pacers. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. He's got a good deal. Uh, Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez both went back to the Bucks. So they're kind of running it back. The Celtics was- picked up was- Chris.
0: Did he opt out of something? Was he he had a
1: player option for like 35 or 40 million, opted out of that and then signed a three-year 10 something deal back with them. So he'll be there for a few years. Brooke signed like a two or three year 80 or 100 million something like that deal So let me
0: can i just pose a real a question
1: real quick please
0: you guys have you guys are putting together a team to win the nba finals for the next two or three years i don't know when they came into the league it feels kind of similar who are you choosing al horford or brooke lopez
1: oh that's an easy question is it obviously brooke lopez I think in the modern NBA, it's obviously Brooke Lopez. I think you can do more defensively with Brooke Lopez than Al Horford. Yeah, I'd say Brooke as well. Al's really good in the role he has for the Celtics, where he's like switching and kind of playing clean up a little bit. But Brooke, like you said, you can almost build a defense around him. He's a little Mm -hmm. slower than he was a few years ago, so it's not quite the same. But he's going to block shots. He's going to just protect the rim. And you can have guards. Obviously, they've got Drew Holiday, who's an amazing defender. But you could have Like They were thinking about putting him on the Spurs. You can have guards that are young Mm -hmm. and aren't as good up front defensively, and he can kind of clean it up and protect you in the back line.
0: So do you guys happen to know? I don't think we do. I'd be interesting to see what their contracts each look like because I bet you they're structured very, very similarly.
1: Yeah, they're both two or three years. Yeah, yeah. My
0: my thoughts are just the percentages from deep are, are so high or at least feel high from Horford to maybe make an argument.
1: Brooke's a pretty good shooter too. Brooke or, can shoot. I know
0: I know he's a great shooter. You know, Porfer can play the four.
1: Yeah. and Porfir can play it. the four. That's true. Um fun Brook Lopez stat. He is the the Nets franchise all time leading scorer. Wait, really? Yep. Yeah. And they're I would not, not guessed that they're
0: not really set to have anyone come close to him on this roster.
1: No, not anytime soon. It, it would it than, would need to be like eight, ten years of Mikhail Bridges averaging twenty plus a game. Brooklyn mm-hmm. nets, obviously.
0: So do they yeah. not the New Jersey nets as any? No, they
1: they include them. He's got more than Vince Carter and whoever else they had for a long time. Yeah, Al Horford shoots about three percent better, thirty-seven percent to thirty-four so percent. That that's not nothing. That's something. that's not.
0: I just said he was a good shooter. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you I was just giving you, you the exact that. stats.
0: Said, I thought you said that like you caught me in a lie, so I just wanted to confirm. No, that. I was just
1: giving the exact stats. That's not nothing, but it's still like minimal enough where I think Brooke Lopez is going to give you enough jump. Like he's going to hit enough threes to make it worth it. I would say, I would argue. Okay. He's also shooting more. That the, who is? Al? Brooke.
0: Brooke. I would argue that the one that, and I've watched a lot of Celtics games just being from the area living in the area not from the area i would argue that he has a streakiness about him that mm-hmm. like he, i feel like he can win ball games with that with that consistency mm-hmm. um or that that streak in the late third and fourth quarters but mm-hmm. i think that we all we all agreed we would rather have burke best. i yeah.
1: agreed as well can i throw out to a crazy stat that i saw fred van vleet Is making what forty million a year next year Mm -hmm. in his new contract? He is shooting his contract is shooting is a higher percentage. Shit, I messed up this. He is shooting a worse percentage from the field than how much he's going to make next year. So he's shooting like a sub forty percent from the field, sub forty percent from the field. That's tough. That's brutal. That's a crazy. That's a crazy number. They signed Dylan Brooks and Fred VanVleet.
0: So. I was trying to look into this because my initial reaction is these dudes should not be making LaMelo ball is LaMelo ball and Tyrese Halliburton are making over $50 million a year. So my initial reaction to this is this is bullshit, but I tried to look into it. It sounds like this is a part of the new CBA mm-hmm. where and the new television rights where they're making more money because they're getting more money. At what point should we cap this stuff?
1: Oh, that's like, an interesting question
0: are the like do we don't need to be paying anyone in the world this much money mm-hmm. let alone and again i love i love sports i love athletics all this stuff we don't need to be giving anyone north of 50 to 55 million dollars a year to do just about anything yeah but my own only- especially when there's tertiary money to be made in sponsorship deals and mm-hmm. in commercials and all this stuff like I get that it's supposed to be equal percentage of what's being made. But at some point we need to put this money elsewhere or like donate it or something like this
1: is. Really <laughs> that's a, that's a societal question, not a basketball yeah. question. Cause it's about like, also but, like Jalen Brun- if J- Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. But the thing is like, if it's not going to the players, it's going to the owners and I'd rather it go to the players.
0: Yeah, than can the owners. You can imagine if we had a clause where now that the with, now that the earnings are as high as they are because we've grown the league and we've grown the game as much as we can we either take a percentage and we put it towards international basketball development or mm. united states basketball development or charities or whatever but like mm-hmm. now that we have eclipsed this level of revenue like it does not mean that like the circumstances are different it mm-hmm. does not Continue on the same
1: trajectory. It's kind of annoying, but again, I see what you're saying. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That would be amazing. I just don't know if there's any path for it. No. So the the way those things are negotiated, you would have to have people take money out of their own pocket, which I don't think Mm -hmm. the owners nor the players are likely to do. But you're absolutely right. There's no need for we can go down a whole path, but there's no need for billionaires in our society. There's no need for Mm -hmm. any of this stuff. The the one other thing I was going to say about Halliburton and LaMelo and whoever else, Jordan Poole just got a big extension. The way the NBA does those contracts for those guys on after their rookie deal, those extensions – if they hit certain benchmarks, they unlock what's, you know, a quote unquote max contract. Tyrese Halliburton got a max contract. First in all NBA. Oh, and when Michael. people, yeah, when you hit MVP, all NBA, all star, rookie of the year, when you hit those things, it unlocks certain salary tiers. And so people hear Tyrese Halliburton got a max contract. And they also hear Nicole Jokic got a max contract. And LeBron James got a max contract. Fred Van Vliet got a max contract. They think those are like all the same things, but they're different based on the players and what they mm-hmm. unlock. It's just the wording of the max, the, the CBA and the contract agreement, hmm. and it, it confuses people that Harry Haller not a max player. He's not an MVP, but like literally, he is based on how they define Yeah, him. did he make an All NBA team? I don't think so. I think he was an, an All Star, Rookie of the Year. I don't know what. Maybe he was an All Rookie team or something. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why he got such a big contract, but yeah, he NBA was. I don't think people are focused
0: on the fact that it says Max in front of it. People can just do math and know that Tyrese Halliburton should not make as much as Steph Curry made in 2020.
1: Yeah, that's just... Like, I mean, who saying? is it? Uh, Steph Fred, made like Fred Van Vliet, I think. Fred Van Vliet is going to make more on this contract over three or four years or whatever than Paul Pierce made in his entire career. <laughs> like, that's no. just... Michael Jordan only made $94 million in career earnings yeah that's like Steph's making 60 in one year like it's just inflation and in, it's inflation it's the league is growing and they get more tv yeah. like you're saying tv money and all that it's just how it goes the 2016 cba remember when it when it all jumped or not cba but the cba was earlier and then 2016 the, the cap spike and then you get zaza patchouli making 80 million dollars <laughs> and, and stuff like that like here i, I have some i have something else it, for you
0: I didn't mean to be like, get off my porch type of thing, but it just feels like... No, it's a great point.
1: It's absolutely right. I got a question for you. I saw this the other day, though. Um, There's an investor, and Rick Pitino is also another investor. They have a plan to buy a French basketball team and build it up to NBA level and move them to Seattle and try and, Hmm. for the expansion, buy a team and move it. What do we think about that?
0: I would think that it would, it would probably take it would probably take five plus years of develop player development and five plus feels tentative.
1: Why mm-hmm.
0: the ten plus, And I think that we're on track for an expansion before that.
1: that. Yeah, I don't think that's ever happened in pro sports that I know of, where they take a a team from another league, other than like AFL and you know, the, the NBA ABA merger, yeah, yeah. where they merge the two leagues. Yeah, but cool. I think expansion that's like relegation yeah relegation Um, if there's like a defined way to do it but expansion usually is like a new team out of nowhere and then there's a draft of current players and they reassign players mm -hmm. to new teams i don't think i don't think in expansion they would want to just bring a new team from somewhere else yeah because they wouldn't want the french players like they would want and players so that's the that's the question is like how would it be done i didn't read into it too much i saw this article about it though and i thought it was a fascinating just topic Listen, anytime Rick Patino's involved, you got money's <laughs> to be made, I'm sure. So. Also, but like, there is some sense of like, uh, I don't know what the Women's Soccer League is called. NWSL. Okay. perfect. Appreciate that. They, some of them are owned by international teams as well. Mm-hmm. And so there's some sense of like, this international kind of team occupancy has happened before, and it's mm-hmm. becoming more of a trend. I'm wondering if it's like, They're trying to take it take a step too fast or something like that. Interesting. So,
0: interesting. I mean, I think it's all fair. I think that
1: it'd be more fun that way. Honestly, that would be amazing. Back to the NBA. Any teams, players that after the the first week of free agency post draft that you think have dramatically changed their fortunes going into next year?
0: Yes, two teams. Yep. I think that the warriors are in a shit position because they have paul pierce in their team i think that the phoenix Suns are in a bad position or in did a he crit- come out
1: of retirement chris paul
0: you know. did i say who'd i say paul pierce paul pierce is still in retirement i think <laughs> chris paul is on the warriors don't like their chances he's not on the suns like their chances
1: yes mm. the Suns are interesting i don't really have a team that came out a little bit better I do want to talk about the Blazers just for a second. I really think that with their draft of Scoot and then their second round draft of Ryan Rupert or Rupert or something like that, I think they're in a really good spot where they possess some of the best young talent in terms of guards in the league. And now that they have Damian Lillard who they're trading, I think they could be a scary team in come like three, four years of development. I think they could be, Arguably have three of the top guards in the NBA, top 30 guards in the NBA. Come three years down the line.
0: I think that you're probably right. Who else would you put in that category? I think that we've agreed that Sacramento belongs in that category. I would say that Detroit certainly belongs in that category. Mm-hmm. I think you could argue if Cleveland sticks with. Yep, definitely Cleveland, yeah. I think
1: Houston has an argument if they can figure something out with Asur, it's it's Amen. right. It's all men. Uh, I don't remember. I can't remember. I don't remember. One of the twins, Jabari Smith, and uh who it's was Jaylen the other one? Jalen Green. Like that's it's, a pretty good lineup.
0: Then the magic and the thunder come to mind as well. Thunder, that's a good definitely. one. Yeah. And you, I think that we still don't know really because we only see one year of the Hawks with Young and Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool well, because what you're pointing out, like this whole league
1: could be it could be insane.
0: Everyone else is, like, balancing this salary cap or, like, this, like, players shit and, like, mm-hmm. trying to find old players versus young players and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, but I think Scoot, um, Chin Sharp, and, oh, Simons. my gosh, Anthony Simons are three incredible players. I really think they could all be top 20 guards. And that might be crazy to say, but I really think they have the potential of being top twenty guards. Are they all top twenty on the same team? Probably not. We're,
0: but Shaden Sharp next to Jaden McDaniels. Out of curiosity,
1: um, I think Jaden McDaniels is a better player in the NBA right now. I think Shaden Sharp's potential is far and away better than Jaden McDaniels. Defensively, Jaden McDaniels is great. I don't think he's an incredible offensive talent in the NBA. I think but he does,
0: isn't. Does his potential as an huh? offensive. Player?
1: Is in, is insane. I just don't see him reaching that. Where you I think,
0: do you see Shaden
1: reaching it? Because I think Shaden has the natural athletic ability, and he also shoots it at it, just an insane clip. Like where he can de- if he can just develop, he's gonna he's gonna find ways to score the ball. He's just a freak athlete.
0: I would just say that you, yeah, okay. It's biased. It's biased. It's play devil's advocate. I think there are a lot of players that have really high potentials that are, like, kind of stuck where they are. 100%. And they have super high potentials. And we could
1: see Jaden – or, I mean – Shaden. Just be the exact same. 100%. But the thing about it – I'll let Harv speak here, but Shaden Sharp came out of high school as, like, one of the craziest prospects ever. Never played in college because of injury. And then that's why his draft stock dropped. Like, he is, like – Just with the Huh? Where did he go to school? Kentucky. He skipped his senior year of high school and went to Kentucky. Okay. Like his ceiling and his like just watching him, as all basketball players here, I think it's easy to say he is one of the craziest, like potential wise, he is insane. Like he's up there with some of the best in terms of raw athleticism and skill. Harvey, you, you can go. I <laughs> No, I'll let me. Just tap me in real quick, Michael, because I'm unfortunately because I want I want to be a Blazers. I like the Blazers, specific Northwest vibes. I want to be it, but for Shaden in particular, I've had this take that I've been like, I don't, I hadn't quite figured out how to verbalize it. Actually, just a few minutes ago, the player comp jumped into my Damn. head, and he feels like that kind of guy. Like Bryce is saying, you see the talent every single game. There's a flash of it here and there. It looks good. Yeah. He can he can jump out of the gym but he feels like one of those guys where it's just never going to quite click and be consistent enough. And you're always like, God, I can see it. It's right there, but it's not quite what I want. And the guy that's jumping in my head right now is RJ Barrett. Oh, where he's like, ooh, he can, he's a shot creator. There's going to be spurts of he'll have a 35 point wow. game. And you're like, he's the best player on the floor, but it's just not for a whole season. It's not even for a whole month sometimes. And it's just like, God, and Shaden is really young. Barrett's four or five years in the yep. league. Shaden's only two years in the league. He's one year in the league. That was his rookie season. That was his rookie season. Great, one year in the league. He's super young, super young. Also, so RJ's
0: also... RJ's three years, three or four years. Okay, years. I yeah, I don't know anything about that. <laughs>
1: kind of, but regardless, I just I he's got a he got a ton of time to figure it out. But I just something about it doesn't feel like it's going to click to me. And I hope I'm wrong because I love that take. Yeah, though. I love that take. I'm a little hater on the RJ Barrett. Because I think R.J. Barrett has so many holes where I don't think, I think Shaden is developing like very nicely through one year. He hasn't played, he hasn't played a a basketball game since high school and now he's in the (laughs) NBA.
0: Think about all these high school products that were super good in high school and then had quick one years in in college basketball. Mm Mm-hmm. And then 100%. they came to the NBA, and they weren't that special. Austin, Austin, Rivers, Austin Rivers comes to mind. Aaron Gordon comes to mind. Michael like, Porter Jr. took him five, Michael six years, Porter, and he's still the, even
1: not even close to what I think Michael
0: Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon are so similar, and the the Denver is so good for cultivating them the way they have. But like yeah. that hype is super high.
1: Hundred
0: percent. Like those are role players.
1: Hundred percent. He shot. Let's see. <clears throat> he averaged nine point nine points per game and shot 47% from the field and 36% from deep.
0: That's not bad. It's a good it's a good, it's a solid season.
1: As a rookie who hasn't played since high school, I'm just like, I'm really high on it. I think that it could be special with Scoop. Who knows how Scoop's going to develop, but that's a pretty Those scary. Those two together, the athleticism mm, is insane. terrifying. And then it's like, what do you do with Anthony?
0: At- athleticism has not been effective in basketball since the Houston won in the 90s. You're right. You're right. LeBron's up.
1: He's he's a plumber. But I
0: mean, like you know, you're talking about collective athleticism. I'm, you're talking about two guys that you think are going to be athletic together. That's different than having one freak, freak, True. freak.
1: No, I completely agree. And the thing I always say to people, whenever, especially to my Portland friends, I, I have a couple high school Portland friends that I say this to all the time. Since 1990, there has only been one player to be the best player on their team and win a championship under six five, and that's Steph Curry. Oh no, well, no, one else can do it. Like you have to be the best shooter and a top 10 player of all time to get it done at that height. I would I would love for Scoot Henderson or Shane Sharp to be a top 10 player of all time, but it is that is a big ask. Damn. That's fair. Okay. But we're all basketball people here. Like we've all watched them play. You can't tell me that it's not impressive. No, it's impressive. And the other the other side of the coin of what Zach I just Levine.
0: Said... Zach Levine is another one, another comp that I'd like to throw out there
1: all-star that was all-star
0: good talk though Bryce I do appreciate
1: Uh, also for a team like Portland it's not like winning an NBA championship is the only goal like you guys just want to be relevant and be in the conversation every year and Shaden and uh, Scoot don't have to be top 10 players of all time to do that they just need to be two top 15 players in the league and then you're instantly a top three seed in the west and it's Mm -hmm. fun and you're back in it again so that might be all you need
0: they are good they're very good they're exciting and I think that Bryce, they 100% belong in that category with yeah South, you know, Detroit
1: the Cavs like, I think yeah. that they
0: are really really good
1: yeah I mean the thing is we are talking about people uh, Anthony's in his third or fourth year but we're talking about someone who's going into their second year and someone who's going into their rookie season like we got to give them some time to see but if we have this conversation in 365 days I think we're having a different conversation is all is. That could be for the better or that could be for the worse. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs>
0: who who this, knows? I'm excited to see if any of these rookies can take the Luka Doncic step
1: where it just happens kind of right away. Immediately. And that's that's something that has not happened in mm-hmm. two teams for a while, I think. Yeah, I think I think Vic's got a decent shot at that. He's, He's got a chance. Life. A lot of fun. I will say I haven't watched much, if any, Scoot Henderson film at all. And I, for some reason, am incredibly confident in him being, at the very least, an above-average NBA player. Yeah, I just feel like what people are saying about him, it just sounds like he's he's got it dialed in.
0: He's a lot he, shorter than I thought he was.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's strong, he's quick, he shoots it well, and he just got that mentality, it feels like. so. I'm with you.
0: His floor is probably a Bruce Brown. That's floor. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. You think it could be
1: worse? Could be worse. Could be a
0: like nice he's, one injury, he's one injury away from a
1: Bruce Brown. That's all I'll say.
0: Bad take. I'm knocking on Wood. Scoot. I know you're listening. We're not rooting against you. I'm just saying.
1: One last NBA thing, Michael. You mentioned it a few minutes ago. You are down on the Warriors. You are a noted Steph Curry fan and a noted, let's not forget it, C P three hater. Uh, <laughs> I think I think a lot of this pod is a noted C P three hater. <laughs> Here's my pitch. I'm gonna try I, which is what my I'm going to try to sell you on the CP3 move.
0: The Mm -hmm. Warriors
1: last year and for the last few years, when healthy, when they've had their uh, when they've had their drudders, they've had the best five man lineup in the league. The Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, Kevin Looney time and time again has had the best net rating. They've been like 117 points per game, something 120 on offense, which would lead the league if they played all 48 minutes, which obviously they can't. But when they're on the court, that's the best five man group in the league conversely last year in particular they had one of the worst bench units in the lead they would get out to these big leads and then the bench unit would squander it really bit them in the butt in the playoffs they went seven against the sacramento team that they probably could have won against in five or six and then they lost in six to the lakers a team that probably was better than them but if that bench unit had just been solid those games would have been completely different chris paul while not necessarily right now in his career being a better player than Jordan Poole, like one-on-one, obviously Poole's winning that, but that's not how the game's played for this, what they need on their bench. They need an adult who gets them into their offense, the the 10 to 20 game, minutes a game that steps off the court. They need someone that is just going to be there and set up a pick and roll, get it to a hot shooter, hit the mm-hmm. post when they've got a mismatch, easy stuff, nothing fancy, just keep the, keep the chains moving essentially. I think Chris Paul brings them that brings them some maturity on the second unit positionally. Maybe that's not like, you know, he's not going to match up with LeBron. He's not going to guard Jokic. He's not like Kevin Durant stop or whatever that you think you need in the West. It's not like the big move to put you over the top, but because the warriors already had that starting five, that was so elite. They still have that. I still have faith in Steph. They brought Draymond back. I think Wiggins is going to be better because he missed the last two months of the season before the playoffs. He's going to be back up to speed next year in the playoffs i don't think anyone's going to want to play the warriors in the first round next year i don't think they're going to want to play them the second round after they win the first round and i think someone's going to be mighty scared to play the warriors in the western <laughs> conference finals next year i'm not counting them out yet no. I, okay
0: very good points very well delivered and i might add the reason that no one wants to play them in all those scenarios is because of wardell and curry no matter what who, no matter each the bench players are however Not 16 months ago, before the Kevin Durant trade to Phoenix, we're talking about an elite duo, a superstar-level duo, an all-star-level duo with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And so now you're telling me that I should expect. I agree with you. If that scenario were to play out, that sounds like a tremendous use for Chris Paul. I would love for Chris Paul to play 24 minutes, 22 minutes a game I would like it to be eighteen minutes a game for the Warriors.
1: Don't lose your heat. I'm just going to interject. He plays twenty to twenty-four minutes a game. In theory, he's going to be healthier for the playoffs than he has in the past, as well. Mm-hmm. In yes, theory, but that won't happen. Like he was not—he was a superstar. Yeah. Sixteen months ago. I I am seeing I'm the green not- grass and I'm believing in it. Yeah.
0: Bryce, what do you think?
1: I'm just thinking about like okay, like greatest point guards of all time, Isaiah Thomas magic johnson um, john stockton if you had those guys at an old age right and they're coming off the bench playing 20 minutes a game they're making their team better i think chris paul is in a very similar vein like harf saying he's a great point guard who's we're talking basketball man like i like true basketball chris paul plays real basketball he's a genius
0: agreed but do you think that he is a going to be okay playing those minutes or that they are actually going to play in those minutes or they're going to try him play him more I think I'm he's comfortable. More.
1: I have no idea. I I think if you're acquiring Chris Paul, and especially if you're giving up Jordan Poole, who was your sixth man to do it, I think that's the theory. Like, I I you I think that's what they're imagining. I don't know, though. Is that is that he is playing more? No, that he's the sixth man. Okay. Because who, who are they moving to the bench if he's they starting also, and playing 30 minutes also, a game?
0: They also traded away draft picks. Jordan Poole wasn't enough.
1: Yeah, that's tough. That's, that's the tough. contract though. Yeah, that's the That's contract. contract. I, give
0: a... I do actually. I don't care actually because cuz once Steph Curry leaves the Warriors, I'm out anyway, so those picks mean nothing to me. Exactly. Uh,
1: but you got to sell all out with this group for a couple of years. Forget the forget the draft picks in the years to come. Like you got to sell all out with this group to try and win championships. I
0: have gotten some for considering I get it. Chris Paul's a great return.
1: They tried with Jordan Poole. Who did they try for with that
0: package? We could have gotten even like devil's like getting like RJ Barrett. I guess RJ Barrett is
1: more like an Andrew Wiggins role. I think the one I was thinking Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, and two firsts for Pascal Siakam.
0: Who you could play Andrew at the at the four or Pascal
1: at the four. Yeah, that would have been fun. Did I see that the Raptors turned down an OG and an Obi for Jordan Poole straight up deal? That was last year. Okay. I think. There was a deal that went down right before they traded, though, that they tried to get somebody for Jordan Poole and someone said no. I don't think he was too hot of a commodity on this market. Yeah. Especially with that contract.
0: Also, why what was with I must have missed it. I wasn't paying terribly close attention. Why didn't the Warriors and the Phoenix Suns just deal together initially.
1: They didn't want Jordan Poole. Yeah. They. The Suns said no to Jordan Poole. They didn't but like Jordan
0: but Poole. Why would they want Bradley Beal instead? Do they really? They,
1: Beal's I, definitely better than Jordan Poole, but I'm kind of with is. you. I think Beal's getting a little overrated right now. Mm. That's fair.
0: I don't even feel like he's overrated. I just feel like he's never really been, like no one's really been like all over Bradley Beal.
1: Yeah, the, I think a little bit because he plays in Washington, but that man's a thirty point per game score at his peak. That's, I agree,
0: but I just think I fe- all I hear is disrespect for Bradley Beal, and so I'm just was confused that I thought that's Jordan fair. Poole might be something that Phoenix would be more
1: excited about. I forget Kevin Durant is kind of older though. That's fair, but I feel like Jordan Poole, Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns. It's just like if you trade for them, you're trading for the Black Plague. Like. You're trying to kill your chances in your fan base for the next six years. I love that you just Joel like, Joel Embiid <laughs> into that group. <laughs> right. Oh, ooh, real quick. One, I don't think it's going to happen, but um, potential Dame trade that I do think is kind of interesting. Dame for Cat. I don't. Yeah. Like, okay. throw, throw a little more on the Minnesota side, probably. I hate it, but I'm a hater of Cat. But I love the idea in, in general sense, though.
0: I don't think there's anyone in the league. We should play a game night, maybe next next show. Who wouldn't you trade for Carl Anthony Towns? Because <laughs> there are a lot of people that I would accept for him.
1: Yeah. He, the fit in particular is just brutal up there in, in the Great White North. Yeah. Stop. Patrick Beverly and two second rounders for cap. I would take it. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Bev's one of your all-time greats. His his jersey from the one play-in series is going to the Raptors. Raptors, the Raptors. Raptors, Raptors.
0: Patrick Beverly is the all-time leading scorer for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Based (laughs) on what we've heard on this pod, I'm like,
1: what? Yeah. Can we get to the ESPYs? Yeah, let's do the ESPYs. ESPYs. Super simple here. We're just going to run through all the categories, talk about the nominees. We're just recapping the last year in sports, man. It's been a good year. There's been a lot going on. I I haven't watched the ESPYS in so long. I'm really actually excited for this. The, this the, is, we might I
0: have to tune in. The Justin Timberlake host S, hosted ESPYS is two thousand seven, I believe. Some of the greatest television,
1: mm-hmm. eight maybe greatest television I've ever seen. Free housing crash. Excuse me. Free housing crash. He said,
0: barely. Just the more
1: the, the morale of the group was just higher than we were living, <laughs> we were living <laughs> life that's the american dream right there <laughs> all right let's jump right in first one's a pretty easy one best athlete men's sports we've got four nominees nicole Jokic, denver nuggets aaron judge new york yankees patrick mahomes kansas city chiefs and Lionel messi argentina i think this is a very in-depth question i think we all have enough understanding of all four sports to yeah. give a good answer i haven't Easy exclusion off the bat, and then I've got a tough choice out of the the three that are left personally. But who are you marking off? I don't want Aaron Judge in this in this discussion at all. Personally.
0: Did Aaron Judge do something illegal that I forgot about?
1: No, I just I I'm probably discounting baseball. Honestly, the only thing is like I eliminated Jokic as a basketball and see. I feel like I was going to say Jokic, and then I was like, that's recency bias.
0: I'm also going to eliminate Patrick Mahomes. The answer is Lionel Messi. So (laughs) let's just be very clear. Okay, but are we talking about all of them except for him?
1: But if we're talking about the year, Lionel Messi, in terms of Western sports, like he won the World Cup. Yes, he didn't do anything else Like in his actual playing. Oh, but Bryce, it doesn't matter. But that's like LeBron missing the playoffs and then going and winning Olympic gold. No, and no, no, no. no it's completely, not, it. it's it's completely not different. different. It's different. It's so different. Different.
0: You're it like it's like different. You're contextualizing it differently. It'd be like LeBron skipping the Olympics or not doing well in the Olympics and then coming back and winning the NBA title. No, the Olympics, like what, the
1: World Cup is the Olympics in this yeah, scenario. But what matters, yes, but what matters okay. most? And it's, it's different. even different. It would be like, like, I don't even know. It'd be skipping the entire football season and then only winning the super bowl it's like okay well he won the super bowl that's all that matters but he didn't win his championship he didn't matter. win a champions league he didn't win his his what i don't even know what league italian I mean, league that's or not
0: the highest honor in the game
1: that's fair that's, that's all that's fair like,
0: that's so, fair so, so but that's that's i just it, this year. it
1: would it would be like neil patrick harris taking the year off from how i met your mother and only winning a tony there was
0: one chance to make it to, to accomplish the most important thing in soccer this year, and it was worldwide. The SBs are not an international award.
1: So, if Portugal wins, is Ronaldo in this conversation? Yes.
0: So damn well, I don't know enough about soccer, but I agree with Harv. Like, if Ronaldo wants. Yes. Won- me as a casual would straight up be like he no he but hasn't the, won a
1: World Cup has he no he yeah, hasn't it would be the exact but same here thing. but here's the thing. but here's the thing he's playing in with all Hali like he is there he's making six hundred million dollars a freaking century decade oh. whatever to go play against the plumbers and you know like the George Gervin's of the league like he's not you suddenly brought up a political
0: issue that I didn't understand was involved yes of course then in this situation he probably would not be considered
1: I just think but I'm just saying like personally I don't think I think he had a great month I don't think he's had a great year I think think Jokic had a great year I think Jokic
0: had a great month too he had a great playoff two months that's all it was for Jokic
1: like that's. oh I forgot he only got second in the MVP
0: but no but like every year it's a season like with the World Cup it's unique but it's like with every year it's
1: I know, but I'm saying let's – this is crazy to me because I thought I was going to have to defend Messi, and I'm over here (laughs) trying to defend against Messi. But you can't defend against Messi. He's such a good scorer. He is, but I'm just saying think about the season. He didn't have a great season. He had a great World Cup.
0: I do not know. I'm trying to be clear. Not only – they don't care about the season. No one cares about it, especially people in the United States that are voting for the SP awards and are watching the SP awards. So what we're talking about is who I'm we think is gonna win the
1: SBs. Oh, I thought we were saying who do we think should win the SBs. Okay. I also, feel like we also, I feel like we should just dec- decide should this. this. Yeah. Well, I think-, think it's our own personal vote. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well then I think Michael's personal vote's wrong. And <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Kidding. um No, beyond. Go back. Yeah. I think I would vote for I'd vote for Messi just because Thank you. He broke through in the in the biggest way, like, and that's not really what the vote is because we have best breakthrough athlete coming up here in a second. But Mahomes has done this before. Judge, he won MVP, right? Yeah, he won MVP and had set the record American League home runs. That's awesome. Didn't do anything in the playoffs. Baseball's different; it's more of a team sport in a different way. But Messi winning the World Cup for the first time at the end of his career, he's winding down. There, it was like such a story. It was the way it came together was so disney you know it, it just made sense i think he's got that behind him and i think that matters so i'm I'm voting Messi. michael who'd you say
0: i actually i've just retweeted her yep i'm messy
1: okay so i'm gonna take a different stance on this i do love Messi. i think he's the greatest player but can we go back to those names real quick i personally <laughs> he's think about he's about to decide right now no i i am i think aaron judge is not the best player in baseball did not have the best year in baseball he can't win I think Jokic didn't win the MVP. Recency bias on the championship. I can't let him win. And sadly, I I think Messi is falling out of the top five best players in the world right now. So I have to go with Patrick Mahomes. And I thought he was going to get fourth on my list, but I have to. Here's the thing. The title is best athlete men's sports. I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL by a larger gap than any of those other guys in their sports. So that's a, that's it's a great a, argument. It's, that's and a great that's argument. my only thing is I think they... There's arguments for other people in other sports. I'll tell you what,
0: I'll tell you what, I think if the World Cup is the equivalent of winning like two majors or two or three majors in golf, two majors in golf maybe. Well, if, it's
1: only every four years, so.
0: Exactly. Yeah. If Tiger Woods came and won two majors in a year, I don't care what the rest of his year looked like, he would be considered in this award as well. Like that's a Lionel Messi, like. Okay, that's a good comparison. How great he's been. He doesn't have to be top five in the world right now. He still is incredibly close to that.
1: If I, Colin Morikawa hadn't won anything for the last two years, but had won the Masters and the U.S. Open in the last six months, he probably would walk away exactly. with this award so, and it wouldn't be close. I'm just mm-hmm. saying,
0: like, Messi's earned that right. And the fact that it is so emotional and the storytelling, as Harv said, I just think sure. I don't know, this is who I would pick. And, again, I'm a casual. I, I'm not even a casual. Let's be yeah. honest
1: casuals non-existent you're, you're the dirt <laughs> that was a little bit more rude than I wanted
0: I didn't, but I didn't feel any offense over here
1: well all I was gonna say is that I I really feel like this is just not a great year for Messi I would have three or four players I'd put over him in this award and one of them just retired so that, that's saying something he hasn't won a ball door in multiple years that should be something to say he just won the world cup which is a team accomplishment accomplishment more than anything his deep his backline was one of the best in the world for that world cup so that's something to say
0: here's the other thing you guys are there i know we're getting way deeper into this kind of topic i think this is one i would have loved it to, to end on because i yeah.
1: think <laughs> yeah
0: but any f1 fans max for should should max
1: for has max to be on that, that list he,
0: should be in here instead of either judge or jokic in my opinion.
1: That's a very good point. Max you a, is a all I don't know anything. for yeah.
0: is like doing some different stuff over there. Lewis
1: Hamilton has been nominated for this award, I believe. Okay. Max verstappen's having a much better year than anything we exactly. He yeah. should be nominated. That's a good point. And that
0: is but that's the Lewis Hamilton. That's the Leona Messi Tiger Woods superstar power of this award. And that's why so,
1: Messi is the winner. Okay, fair. Can I say something of crazy fact for you guys here? So there's F1, there's F2, there's F3, and there's F4, right? Yep. If you win one of the amateur titles, F2, F3, F4, you cannot return to that tour the following year. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to an interview with this guy, and he was like, yeah, I won the F3, I won the F F2. And then I was sitting there like, either someone's picking me up or I have no job. Oh. And he got lucky. He got picked up as a reserve driver for a year. He's he's now he's with um McLaren and he's a real driver now, but he did a year where he was a reserve driver and he's like, I couldn't go back to these amateur tours. He only drove 10 days. And well in the whole that's year. The, wow. That's the, the reserve Car, driver.
0: That's the Indy Car Series substitute. Oh, really? I mean, now I I'm theorizing. Like the IndyCar Series, I know that there are um Grogeron is a old driver for a team in f1 and he got cut he was horrible and now he's like a very good driver in indycar
1: Mm -hmm. well i think that's
0: their idea of like being
1: you know almost a european basketball league for the nba i see what you're saying it's crazy f1's crazy man i feel like we should maybe dive deeper into it have you guys watched the netflix stuff I, i heard it's amazing
0: Oh, my God. It's so good. That's it, Everything that I just regurgitated was a soundbite from there. <laughs> you can't credit any of it.
1: I've learned a lot from these podcasts. I, they love F1 on this podcast I listen to. But it feels like that that series, the Drive to Survive or whatever, is m- much like the PGA Tour one they've been doing.
0: Well, yeah, it, it was a, it was the first. And then the PGA Okay.
1: one. Uh, did gotcha. you watch the PGA Tour one? I didn't. I watched the first episode. got bored. Whoa. I mean, we got Okay damn shots fired let's keep moving uh best one i I think will be pretty quick because i only know one of the names best athlete women's sports we've got michaela schifrin a skier sophia smith of the portland thorns women's soccer league bryce Iga got the the she plays tennis and asia wilson las vegas aces asia is the only one i know they won the national championship or the world championship WNBA championship last year she was finals mvp i don't think she was league mvp was she last year she, she was she, she was, was League MVP. mvp yep so uh i'm gonna be a biased basketball fan and toss her my bow right now anyone have any objections um, um michael, michael does. does
0: i do have an objection uh i think it's gonna be michaela schiffrin yeah she i was gonna say that too gear. Um, she, uh, she just broke Lindsey Vonn's record for most international wins or most, uh, world championship wins. I think she's got like 38 or 39. Um, oh, yeah. she's a severe underperformer in the Olympics. I don't think she's ever won a medal. Um, yeah. but she's one of the greatest skiers of all time. I think that she will probably edge this one out, but it's a, it's, yeah, I just don't think that even the United States doesn't
1: have enough attention to WNBA.
0: That's my, that's my vote.
1: Yeah. I that is very valid. Um, I'm gonna go with Iga. Um, just to be different. No okay. real reason for that one. It's, it's right, reason. on it's, it's on the right. All right, keep moving. Best breakthrough athlete. This one is pretty best, personal uh, for me. This oh one is pretty man, personal. Man, that's a squad. I have some strong feelings here. The the nominees for best breakthrough athlete are Caitlin Clark, Iowa women's basketball, wow. Brock Purdy, San Francisco 49ers. Angel Reese, LSU women's basketball, and Julio Rodriguez, Seattle Mariners. I would like to start by saying I am not a nominee for this category, but I am personally offended that Brock Purdy is included here. <laughs> he did have a nice couple games, but where's like, yeah, I okay. just, don't, I don't get it. We don't need to talk about it, but the hype around him is just about as out of proportion of what it should be. So I will keep talking and I obviously am a big fan of Julio Rodriguez. Uh, so Seattle Mariners legend already a year in. He's having a bit of a down year right now, but last year he was extremely special, but my vote is not going to go to him. My vote's going to go to Caitlin Clark. I I got to watch her in person in the Elite 8 in Seattle, played a game against LSU, or excuse me, against Louisville. They played LSU in the championship. She did some things on the basketball court that I've never seen yeah. before and it was intoxicating she's mm. she is special beyond belief so i'm gonna give her my vote for just about any category she's in she's she's different
0: i concur um i think it's kind of fucked up that they put in angel and caitlin mm-hmm. um,
1: they, they did that on purpose
0: yeah i think it's caitlin i'm yeah bryce real quick
1: i was just gonna say i'm going oh, i think caitlin like Caitlin was a known commodity for me personally I don't know about y'all before the tournament I don't necessarily think she broke out I think she was arguably the best player in the world or best player in college women's college basketball before mm-hmm. this year um so I'm going to go with Julio actually I'll take that yeah
0: mm-hmm. and I think Julio was clear
1: it's He a- just had a tough year but he's bounced back I mean yeah. everyone goes through stretches he really if we're taking just last year yeah. rookie season breakout 100% Julio. and the fact that he was a top Five or whatever MVP candidate coming into this mm-hmm. year as a second-year player—that is extremely rare. Hundred percent.
0: This is a naive question. Just, I just want to touch on it real quick and not get lectured. I'm not trying to get lectured. It's how happen. long ago would Shohei Otani have been on this list? Because this mm-hmm. year has been a whole different level of Shohei. I feel like, maybe it's just media-based. But like, this has been totally—it yeah.
1: totally would have been his MVP. How would Shohei here, have been on this list two years ago. His MVP year. Was he an all star before he was an MVP? Does anybody uh, know? because uh, he had Tommy John, didn't he? He did, he was out for a year, but was he I an all star before he pitched? He only played like three or four months his rookie year and had Tommy John in like June or July and mm-hmm. then missed a year. And then it was all star MVP all in the same year. I, I think see. I'm not 100%. Like yeah, him, I think that's a good point. Yeah, I just think when you win an MVP, you can't yeah. be breakout this year. Okay, you it's
0: kind of like what we were talking about with. When we are saying another person broke out, but they were already.
1: Oh, Caitlin Clark. Yeah. I think Caitlin Clark's already broken out. I think that she obviously got a lot of attention this year, but like, I feel like she was arguably the best women's basketball player. College women's basketball player. That said,
0: she snuck her way into the
1: category. Since she's in here, I think she wins. Fair. I think she's good. She's special. All right. Best record-breaking performance. Novak Djokovic wins his 23rd Grand Slam title, breaking a tie with Rafael Nadal for most major single titles in the history of men's tennis. LeBron James surpasses Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for NBA career scoring record. Michaela Schifrin breaks the record for most World Cup victories with her 87th win. Wow. And Max Verstappen wins the Mexican Grand Prix, breaking the rest records for most wins in a season. Can I take this to start here? Please. I don't know much about Michaela Schiffer and I'm excited to hear more about that from Michael if he does. Nope. LeBron's stat is a career stat. I, Three of these are career stats. Only mm-hmm. one of them is a year-long stat. Mm-hmm. That is true. My old my, I'm coming down to Max Verstappen and Novak Djokovic. Djokovic did something that's one of the craziest <laughs> things of all time that has not been talked about enough because I feel like tennis is obviously not a big enough sport. But Max Verstappen, winning that and setting the record for most wins in a season like halfway through the season has to be talked about a little bit more. Like he is destroying the record. And is that the car? I mean, they're so much better than everyone else in F1. It's hard to say. So I'm going to go with Novak Djokovic. But Max Verstappen is a very, 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 very close second for me.
0: I love that delivery, Bryce. Um, I was tempted to take... Verstappen, but i think that it, Oh well i think lebron james is actually probably gonna come very close but my vote would be for djokovic as well
1: i feel like lebron's they need to give lebron an award that's the thing no, that but knowing as little as i do about the other three just looking at these four i feel like lebron's is probably the most unbreakable of these four mm-hmm. like He's going to end up at 45,000 career points and he's played from 18 to 40, whatever. And he's played at this level. Like, how does someone pass that? Like, mm-hmm. I, mean, I think that
0: Luca, I think, is going to give it a really, really good run. He will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luke, if he, he could, plays,
1: but is he going to play 20, whatever years from maybe
0: go through in four, three, in the next four years? I think that he's going to go through a body transformation that is going to change his. Um, I hope so. I hope so.
1: And I would, uh, Novak Djokovic's record. He could win four more titles. I mean.
0: It's like, this is like the Tiger Woods and Jack Nicklaus, or mm-hmm. that's what this group is. Mm-hmm. Everyone else that they've influenced below them is going to be way too good to beat these records, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that There's going to be way more parody, just like there's more parody in golf, where mm-hmm. like we're going to remember this as the dominance era, and then the rest is going to be like, the brings everybody to watch this really fun and competitive sport.
1: Exactly, and everyone always talks about Roger Federer and, like, oh, who's the best of all time? They never talk about Novak Djokovic, but now it's, like, you can't talk about anybody but Novak Djokovic, and that's the same thing with, like, Tiger Woods, like you're saying. Like, there was an argument, and then it's just him. Is anyone going to catch Tiger Woods? Probably not because he's influenced so many people.
0: But there are also, like, these sports where you kind of have to check in every five to ten years to see what else is new because it's so consistent throughout that. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you would have asked anyone from 2000 to or 2010, 2015, they probably would have said Tiger's the best player, even though he was only the best player for two of those years. Mm. So there are other people that are getting disrespect just because Federer
1: and... Do you think he was only the best player for two years? Out of those five years. Out oh, okay, five years. out of 2010 to 2015.
0: Yeah, like, I was just saying, sure. that's just the But they're great players that didn't get considered, just like Nadal and Federer took all the attention, and that and then- would- where the attention was, and Djokovic was Djokovic was still pounding these out. Yeah,
1: exactly. You, you could argue he's in the best part of his career right now. He's winning titles still at a crazy rate.
0: Yeah, I think that now that Federer's gone and Nadal's on his way out, this is going to be.
1: Oh, it's going to be crazy town. Like he's arguably like. There's people who are saying like, who can beat Novak Djokovic? And there's people they're basically. Oh, I can't remember the name of the guy, but he was basically like, if if I can't beat him, no one else is going to beat him. Like he's that good right now, so. Next one, one, best championship performance. Leon Edwards defeats uh, Kamaru Usman in UFC by a fifth-round KO to hand Usman his first UFC loss. Nikola Jokic, 2023 NBA Finals MVP. Leo Messi, 2022 World Cup Finals, scored two goals and scored in the penalty shootout to win man of the match and golden ball for the World Cup. And Rose Zhang defeated Jennifer Cupcho in a two hole sudden death in the LP- LPGA to become the first woman to win her first professional start. Off the top of my head, I don't know anything about UFC and have not watched any of Rose Zhang in the LPGA. I think, similar to the best champ, uh, male athlete of the year, Leo Messi gets a boost for how important the World Cup is. And also, let us not forget, they, they mentioned it here, those two goals he scored in the World mm-hmm. Cup final in the second half there were special, special things. He was going back and forth with Mbappe. That was a really fun game. He stepped up to the to the plate and, and delivered in a big way. Nikola Jokic, it, it only talks about the NBA finals here. He had as dominant of a playoff run from start to finish as I can remember. He averaged triple-double in the second round against the Suns, mm-hmm. 30, 12, and 10 or whatever. So his entire playoffs were really special. I'd probably, because I'm not a big UFC or uh, LPGA fan, I'd probably be between those two, and I'd probably lean Messi, but
0: mm-hmm. this is
1: a fun category as well.
0: It's fun. I'll, I'll shed some light on the UFC just real quick. Severe underdog and was pretty much going to for sure lose if the fight went the distance, and there was like 35 seconds left and roundhouse kicks this dude just knocked him out cold. Really cool. Um, That's probably- pretty special. Probably shouldn't be considered. Um, I like Messi. I think that if Messi doesn't win the other one, he'll win this one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if he yeah. does win the other one, he'll for sure win Probably,
1: this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, shedding more light on that Leon Edwards win. tomorrow Usman, considered one of the best right now, but not a big knockout guy, kind of a go-the-distance yeah. guy. I want to say he's special. Like, he's not your israel adesanya type so he's very well, like
0: he was the top best fighter in the world though
1: he was but he's not a knockout yeah, guy like okay, i would yeah. say arguably israel adesanya you know he's a better That's like right. he's a special talent where i would say kamaru uzman just grinds out fights doesn't get knocked out but he's had some close decisions so i said his loss was coming for him eventually even Perfect. though leon was the one who did it in spectacular fashion i would go leonel messi
0: yep i think we are on the same page there And I
1: think he wins this one by a lot. Best comeback athlete, John Jones. First UFC fight since 2020. Jamal Murray missed um, most of the last two seasons with an ACL injury. Alyssa Thomas, WNBA player with the torn Achilles, came back and was an all-star this year. And then Justin Verlander coming back from Tommy John, had a, a great year for the Mets. The future, no, the, Rock, no the, Astros, the Astros. The Astros, excuse me. The first one was the... John Jones, UFC.
0: Yeah, John Jones. That that one is probably my vote. I think that they're trying to insert UFC here. I think that this one is... The one I, that wins? I think that this one is the one that wins, yeah. So I think John is <laughs> like one of the goats of UFC. But I he know is. Not a lot of people pay attention. I here's think here's that, my question. He didn't have an injury, though.
1: Yeah, I can't vote for a cheater.
0: Did he cheat too?
1: Yeah, he's a steroids guy. He's been yeah. in a lot of trouble. And he was domestic violence.
0: Brutal. Okay, Um. hopefully we ice that take and I will go with
1: <laughs> not Uh, probably the second one. Which one was that? That is Jamal Murray. Not that one, the fourth one. Justin Verlander? Justin Verlander. Yeah. I think that's the best take. I think Justin Verlander at his age, Tommy John, and then coming back and throwing a one seven five ERA. one seven five ERA after Tommy John is one of the craziest, lowest ERA by any AL pitcher since Pedro Martinez in 2000. Jeez. Wow. wow. Um, yeah. And Pedro was that dude. Yeah. All right. Keeping it moving. Best play, Michael Block, hole in one. Yeah. First on the list. Stop, 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 That's That's it right there. Well, it gets a little better with number two. You might want to <laughs> hold your vote. Justin Jefferson with the catch of the century.
0: No, shut the fuck up. No. no.
1: <laughs> um, Ooh, Ali Lemos with a perfect corner to tie the NCAA championship game. Yeah, I want to watch this one. We're gonna pull this one up real quick. Okay. He plays for UCLA. You want to share the screen? Delivers the strike. Oh my god, she didn't. E- she just kicked it into the goal from the corner. That's. <laughs> That's pretty nice. Michael just can't see. No, he doesn't need to. Um, and then there's another one is the Trinity Thomas perfect ten. Ooh. So the most perfect tens in the in, in NCAA history. Okay. I think so. You're you're still going with Michael Block. Here's the thing though. Does Michael Block lose the vote for how he acted in the week or two following?
0: No, 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 no. no. They're still happy to make a dollar or two off of all the Michael Block flips this week. This oh, block win. It's a Michael block, it's a Michael Block blowout, actually. He mm-hmm. he took his
1: 15 minutes and he ran with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he did. it was more of a half an hour. Yeah. yeah. Um it was yeah, I would take Michael Block as well.
0: horrible what's the next one?
1: Next one is the best team. There's more than four nominations for this one, so I'm gonna run through it real fast. Denver Nuggets, NBA, Georgia Bulldogs, NCAA football, Kansas City Chiefs, NFL, Las Vegas Aces, WNBA, LSU Tigers. NCAA Women's Basketball, Oklahoma Sooners, NCAA Softball, and Las Vegas Golden Knights, NHL. I think this is pretty quick. Who you got? I think who's going to win and I think who should win is the Oklahoma Sooners, NCAA Softball. So mm-hmm. a record for most wins in a row, won the whole thing. They were undefeated, right? Undefeated. Yeah. It's... has got my I th- vote. I think... Georgia could maybe give an argument an argument because they were also undefeated and had a, a dominant season, but but they set the record for most consecutive yeah. wins. Yeah, they've been doing it for a minute down there in Oklahoma too. They they they've got a nice little program. Yeah. Okay. Best college athlete, men's sports. Zach Eady. Get the fuck out of here. Purdue men's basketball. Um, quick Zach Eady story. Not related to him at all, but when Michael and I were in Vegas. For the first weekend of March Madness, we were there on Friday in one of the sports books watching a bunch of games. And some guy walked past me and showed me this ticket he put on Purdue. He put $100 on Purdue to win their first round game, money line, not even with the spread, money line against Fairley Dickinson. Fairleigh, yeah. It was $100 to win like eight or six or something, a ridiculously small number. And he just walks, he goes, I just need a win. I've had a rough day. And as we all know, that didn't go very well for him. But um, oh, thoughts on to that, King. Uh, <laughs> next ones are Duncan McGuire, Creighton Soccer, Brennan O'Neill, Duke Lacrosse, and Caleb Williams, USC football. I don't have a whole lot of visibility into the <laughs> men's soccer and lacrosse NCAA world. Anyone got any opinions on those two? I have no clue. I think one of them is going to win. Though. I'm guessing so. Nothing. Cool. Should we take a bet? I'm going to say Creighton soccer. I I was hoping you were going to say that because I feel like I would put my house on Duke LaGrade. <laughs> I'm going to dabble a little bit on
0: Caleb Williams and just call it good. Go. <laughs>
1: All right. Spread it. Spread the love. All right. Best college athlete women's sports. Jordy Ball, Oklahoma softball, Caitlin Clark, Iowa women's basketball, Izzy Skane, Northwestern lacrosse, and Trinity Thomas Florida Gators. Gymnastics. I feel like this is might be a loaded, loaded group here. Yeah. I feel like Trinity Thomas probably deserves to win. Jordy Ball, Oklahoma softball, unbelievable. But I'm still gonna give my vote to Caitlin Clark just because of the in person factor. This is why Reese, what was her first name? Angel Reese. This
0: is why Angel Reese did Bryce, what's going on, brother? Yeah. Nothing. Perfect. This is why Angel Reese should not have been included in that category with Caitlin Clark. They're yeah. now Caitlin Clark is oh, the, best.
1: the breakout. Yeah. But yeah. Stupid. That's um, a very good point. Ridiculous.
0: I think that I would choose probably
1: Caitlin Clark going to probably win this one. Love it. I'm going to say Trinity Thomas. Yeah. She had I, I, I hope Trinity wins. She had a great. Year. She had I a think great. She, year. Deserves it. she had so many. Yeah, she's at records. All right. We're starting to hit some categories that we just don't know anything about. So I'm just going to not. Can we put some money on? I'm not going to embarrass anyone on this podcast. I'm going to keep it cruising. Okay, fair. Best NFL player, Nick Bosa, San Francisco 49ers, Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles, Justin Jefferson, Minnesota Vikings, and Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs. I think they already awarded this one in January when they handed out the MVP. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes.
0: I'm going with JJ.
1: I think Jalen Hurts gets it. Wow. I really do.
0: I was, was going to choose Jalen or JJ, but I choose yeah. JJ.
1: I think they do like that storyline. Like these votes don't really matter. You know, like they're just giving out awards to Twitter controversy.
0: Especially if, if
1: Patrick Mahomes wins male athlete of the year, maybe they'll get this one away. Oh. <laughs> would not be How pretty. would he win male athlete of the year if he loses? NFL player. Yes, NFL player. These these awards are <laughs> they're all over questionable. Place. All right, best MLB player. I hope we don't have to debate this one. Although, oh, is hey. it oh, yeah, Judge? It's Paul Goldschmidt, Aaron Judge, Justin Verlander, and Shohei Otani. I obviously would go with Shohei, though he didn't win MVP last year, which is the bulk of what this award focuses on. Can we say how loaded that field is? It is. Loaded. They all have like an argument. I will say, I think this award is technically July of last year to June of this year. And if that's true, Shohei Ohtani's June of 2023 is arguably yeah. the best month that any MLB player has ever had. I'm going to go with Shohei Ohtani.
0: Same.
1: I think if it's not Shohei, o- Shohei Ohtani, then the New York Yankees paid yeah. the piece. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they just want to get the Yankees some love. Um best NHL player. Oh, um, I mean that's an easy McDavid. question. Let's just move on. You you didn't even need to hear the names you're going, Connor McDavid. It's just Connor McDavid. He, I he would, is the, no
0: the other names. I wouldn't know him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, it's fair. Well, two of them are Boston Bruins. Let's see. David nope. Pasternak and Linus Olmark. I bet on Pasternak to score a goal one game and they lost, so he's dead to me. <laughs> Fuck you, Pasternak. All right. Best NBA player. Wow, we got a couple of heat checks here on this one. Um going to start off with the two obvious candidates, Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic, one and two in the MVP voting. Michael, I think this is going to be a fun little game. Guess the other two best NBA players on the list here. Okay. Um, we're going to go
0: with, wait, are they uh, LeBron James and Kevin Durant? No and no. Are you keep in 2017, guessing. big Keep guy? guessing. Keep guessing. This is fun um i just i'm trying to guess what they would be i don't yeah i thought the two best players else otherwise would be 2023 yeah the you last year who i think would be the best players of 2023 yeah
1: 2023 who would you put on your top four for this award jeff curry and Giannis. no and no keep going 2023 baby jason tatum yep there's yeah. one are you fucking me <laughs> <laughs> one more point 2023. God,
0: oh, Jesus Christ. This is going to be uh, g- um, D- Demontis Sabonis. Um, no. Playoffs. Uh, Jimmy Butler.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Are you Jimmy, fucking me? Jimmy and uh, Jason Tatum oh are, God, two, are two crazy answers there. I'm going to go with Nicole Jokic personally. Yep. I'm going with Joel Embiid.
0: Good pick. I'm going That's with Joel.
1: Fuck no. Big Joel fan on the pod. All right. Best WN. Best WNBA player, Skylar Diggins-Smith, Candace Parker, Brianna Stewart, and Asia Wilson. I got to watch Brianna Stewart, formerly of the Seattle Storm, now of the New York Liberty, today, actually. She had a cool 15 points in the first half against the Storm and just made it look incredibly easy uh, en route to a 15-point win. She is a stud. I think Asia Wilson's going to win this one, though. Yeah. I think so, too. She was if she wins the or wins the other award and not this one, yeah, that would be a controversy. Um, one I'll turn over and a couple of, Michaela is winning that award, so no worries. There you yes. go. A couple I'll turn over to you guys best driver, Max Verstappen. There's three names, yeah. and then Max Verstappen. I don't yeah. think we need to talk too much about it. Best UFC fighter, here are the names Leon Edwards, John Jones, Islam Makachev, and, is Makh- and Amanda Nunez. A um, um, Makachev is the answer. Yeah. Makachev, okay. Best he, boxer? Oh, go ahead, Michael. He's just different, that's all. He's different? He yes. Is. Michael, and It's been a, a build-up. Do you know boxers, Michael? Oh, yeah. Now, a little bit. I got you. Javante Davis, Devin Haney, Clarissa Shields, and Shakur Stevenson? Shakur. Oh, it's Steph- Stevenson or? The first one. Davis? Javante Davis. They have a fight next year, I think, or something like that. Ooh. Yeah, I would say Javante Davis, though. Orbert. They should postpone the award until we know who wins that. Um, oh. Best best soccer player? Sterling Holland. Aitana Bonmati. Erling. Did I say Sterling? You said Sterling. Erling Holland. Oh, man. Leo Messi or Sophia Smith? Sophia Smith must have had a hell of a she year. She had a hell of a year, apparently. So,
0: is this dude the guy that's on West uh, United? The, man City. Man City. He's okay. setting
1: all the records for the goals scored in the Prem. Yeah, Patrick's—he's just different.
0: Is this different. the dude with the blonde hair?
1: Yes. Yeah. Looks like a Viking. Perfect. He is—he is pretty nice. I Perfect. would imagine he deserves the award, but again, I feel like there's a good chance Leo pulls this one out. Um, best I golfer. Think... Best golfer. Oh. Yep. Scotty yep. is my vote. Yep. So he's one. John Rahm's another. Nelly Korda is yeah, the third. Nice. She's nice. Guess who the fourth best golfer nominee is? I hope to god
0: it's Victor Havon, but it might be Patrick lie
1: It is neither. Rory? Nope. Think sensational story. Wyndham Clark. Yeah, good guess. Nice oh, job. Damn, that brought it out. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> so Wyndham, Nelly Corda, John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler. I think Scotty's a pretty, pretty easy. That's
0: yeah, I think
1: Scotty is probably
0: going to win because it's the ESPYS. I think that who's had the best year has been John Rom. But mm-hmm. that's
1: a good take. And then lastly, best tennis player. We've touched on this a little bit, but the nominees are Carlos Alcarez, Novak Djokovic, Ariana Sabalenka, and Iga Swiatek. Iga Iga's apparently pretty nice with it, but I think we're all going with Novak here. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I do know that the first guy. Alcaraz? Oh, Carlos Alcaraz. He is. He's different. And I think that he's actually going to make a very steady run of top three of all time. Yeah. Wow.
1: That's a he's
0: good. 20-year-old. He's been number one in the world for over a year now. Um, he wins a lot. And um, I'm getting most of this information from a, a date I went on about five months ago. Nice. That's wild. That's
1: actually yeah. really wild. I'd fun. love to hear more about that later. Really, really good, good. really good ball player. One, one last SB category here is best joker. Uh, nominees are Novak Djokovic, Nikola Jokic, and Joaquin Phoenix. Can we get a? Can we get a, a one last um, not, nomination? Not Wait. Um, I'm excited for the SBs.
0: I think that this is, uh, yeah. I'm I'm excited as well. Um, the Reading some of those nominees or hearing some of them made me kind of regret my ordering of the, the question that Bryce asked me at the beginning of the episode. So I'm going to go with Tony's number one. Aspie's wow. number two.
1: Love that. Love that take. Can we also say that Heath Ledger did not come up as one of the best jokers? Yeah. It was only yeah. the last couple of years. Fair wow. enough. 2020... 2020- 2020
0: plus. Yeah. That is a movie I will defend as top five. A lot of other of my top five movies of all time kind of
1: filter in and out. That one remains. It's a classic. So good. That's a good one. Well, another great episode of Voting on the Majority. We appreciate y'all tuning in as we ramble about current events, pop culture, and the sports world. We'll be back soon with another Survivor Cook Islands rewatch podcast here in the next week or two. We've been enjoying that. I know you guys have been as well. Like, rate, review, comment, and as always, love to the children.